so critically acclaimed. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. I'm Laura, and this week we're going to be talking about Dancing with the Stars, which is actually airing their latest season this Monday, September 14th um, at 8 o'clock on ABC. So when I first started this podcast, I created a document with all the shows I had already seen and knew I wanted to talk about on the podcast. And so this week's show with Dancing with the Stars initially didn't make the cut. So since it's like a very different show than all the other shows I've talked about, you know, like it's not a teen drama or like an actual show, rather like a reality competition show, I didn't think it would make sense to include it on this podcast given like, you know, what most people are listening for. So then this week I was thinking about what show I wanted to do and of course Dancing with the Stars has been in the news lately since they announced their new season celebrity cast and it's obviously airing within the next few days. Um... And the cast includes like a very controversial person who we will get to. I was playing around with the idea of doing Dancing with the Stars. And and, uh, as I realized, you know, that Dancing with the Stars is actually the perfect example of why I created my podcast in the first place. I realized that I wanted to create this podcast so I had a space to talk as much as I want about TV shows that I love and have a ton of opinions about. But like my friends either don't watch the shows, or they just don't want to hear every little detail I have to share. So with that being said, I decided to discuss Dancing with the Stars um, this week because I have a lot to say, and maybe there are other people out there who love it as much as I do. Um, Sorry, that was kind of like a long intro, intro, but here we go. Also, just a warning that both part one and part two for Dancing with the Stars are going to be very long, so I'm sorry. Um, So my experience watching the show is I actually started watching when I was a sophomore in high school. So the very first season I watched was season 16 in the fall of 2013, which was the season where um, Kelly Pickler won um, and Zendaya was robbed, but we'll get to all those opinions in the part two episode. But anyway, since then, I've watched every single season, and I remember back in high school, I actually had a few friends who were as obsessed with Dancing with the Stars as I was, so we would always talk about it at school the next day. But of course, as I've gotten older and went to college, we kind of lost touch, but like it wouldn't be outrageous if I wanted to you know, text them about the show, because like, it's not like we had a big falling out or anything, um, but you know, it'd be maybe, maybe I'll reach out to them, and if they're listening, you know... I would talk, totally reach out because it's an easy way to reconnect with um, with them. But anyway, as you all know, um, I, in the first part of the this week's episode, I always you know give a plot line overview of the show. So since this isn't a plot line show, I'm just going to give you like the premise of the show and how everything works and the details. So bear with me. So obviously, it's a dancing competition show, and the one I am talking about is the one in the U.S., but they have other versions um, across the world. So usually, there are two seasons, um, every like TV show season, which I kind of consider like the school year, you know, where new shows come on in September and they end in like May, taking a break from Thanksgiving till like January. So Dancing with the Stars is on Mondays at 8 p.m. on ABC, but we also know another show that's on at that time and on on that network, and that's The Bachelor. So Dancing with the Stars flip-flops with The Bachelor. Dancing with the Stars fall season is September to November, and then Bachelor is January to March. Then Dancing with the Stars spring season is March to May, and then Bachelorette is May to July, and then Bachelor in Paradise is July to August, September-ish. You get the picture. It's pathetic that I know this. I know. Um, so usually there are around like 12, 13, 14 pairs of celebrity, um, and a pro dancer. 
And so this season coming up, there are 14, I think. Yeah, 14 or 15, something like that. But the cast of celebrities is usually a secret with only a few of the celebrities released like far in advanced. And then the full list is announced usually like two weeks before the show premieres. As for the pros, the list of who is competing is usually released a few weeks before the full celebrity list is released, and typically they would also release who the pairs are when they release the celebrities, because usually like it's a whole thing on Good Morning America where um like the celebrities will come out and they'll like jo- either come out with their partner or they'll like you know come out and then go towards their partner and then be like oh my god that's who they're with but last season they actually hid the partners until the very first episode and it looks like obviously they're doing um the same thing which is nice so like we'll get to see the initial reaction um like of everyone else while watching to see like who's partner with who and everything But anyways, the couples meet, I think, like a month before the show starts to start training and rehearsing because obviously those celebrities haven't done this before and they need to practice a lot, Um, at least, you know, like the conditioning and getting used to like dancing a lot and doing a lot of like exercise in a day. Um, And then the show starts, obviously. And so the show usually lasts like 10 weeks with every week the pairs dancing one dance style. Styles include the Charleston, Argentine tango, Viennese waltz, jazz, jive, contemporary, pasa doble, quick step, salsa, cha-cha, samba, rumba, literally like so much. I've learned all of this from this show. So if that's, if you're wondering like, wow, she knows all these dance styles, it's literally from watching this show. And so every week then after they dance, um, the couple gets judged out of 10 from each judge. So the highest they can get is 30 because there are three judges, although some weeks there is a guest judge, so they can get up to 40 points. Um, And then at the end of the episode, they announce who is moving on to the next week and who has gotten eliminated based on a combination of the judges' scores and America's votes. So usually they bring it down to like the bottom two or something, and then they'll say which couple is obviously going home. So of course, with voting, that kind of makes it seem like it's a popularity contest. But most of the time, the people who are popular end up being the most talented ones except for season 27. Season 27 was extremely controversial for obvious reasons given who won. I will go into the details in part two, but I'm still fuming because basically the worst dancer in the final four won and he shouldn't have been even been in the final four and gotten that far because there were so many other dancers. But ultimately he won because he had an extremely heavy pull with the votes And because of that, Dancing with the Stars actually took a whole year off and didn't return for their spring season because season 27 was fall of 2018. So they didn't come back for a season in the spring of 2019. They waited till fall of 2019. And they like revamped the show, including a new thing called the Judges Save, where the judges get to choose which couple of the bottom two goes home. Obviously, they did this to avoid like one of the more talented celebrities from going home too early, which has happened so often, although there were still cases where, you know, people who shouldn't necessarily have gone on so far did still go on so far. But again, there's only been one season since um, that they introduced the judges cut. So the judges save. So we'll see what happens this season. Um, But anyway, that aside, as the show goes on and there are less and less couples, then each couple will do two dances because the show is two hours. Um, And eventually the finale then happens and there's the final four. 
where each couple does about like three dances, I think, including their freestyle, which is, you know, they have complete freedom to do whatever types of styles, um, integrated, like anything they want. The, um, I sh- oh, and I should add, I guess, that the pro dancer that is with the celebrity is doing all the choreography. Like, so there's not like a choreographer that comes in and like gives the dances. Like, that's the beauty of having these pro dancers that all these pros are like spectacular and they choreograph every single one of their dances. Um, but yeah, so they can do the freestyle and it usually like represents something that they want to say about um, their lives or this experience or, you know, what they're known for and just having fun. So after the show ends, majority of the pros then and some of the celebrities from that previous season then go on what's called the Dancing with the Stars live tour, where they tour the U.S. performing a whole show, um, including some of the dances from the season. And it's just it looks like super like so much fun. I sadly haven't been able to go, but I would totally love to go if there was like a celebrity that I was dying to see, which I will discuss some aspect of that in part two, because it's just a lot. Um, But yeah, and then so one of my favorite things about the show and what makes the show so fun is that every week, it usually has a theme, um, which impact like the costume, song choices, dance styles, all that stuff. So themes have included Disney night, Halloween, if it's the fall time, trio week, um, partners switch, which they haven't done in a while, but it's basically when like the pros will switch partners. So, um, the pros will have to dance with a different celebrity and vice versa. And it's just like kind of interesting to see like the new teaching styles and, you know, it's really fun. Um, then they also do like a theme is called most memorable year where the dance, the celebrity picks a year that was most memorable to them. And they will usually like dedicate the dance to a loved one or something like that drastically changed their lives or something. There's also Latin night, movie night, um, all sorts of fun stuff. It's literally so fun. And then they also had one season of Dancing with the Stars Juniors, where a junior like pro dancer kind of was partnered with a childhood celebrity, and then they were paired with an adult pro dancer as like their mentor. The idea was cute, but I really wasn't into it. I watched like a little bit, but really only for like one celebrity. But again, I'll talk about that more in part two. So that's basically the premise of the show. Hopefully I didn't like confuse you and everything and how it's run. Um, But basically it's, there's just a lot of technical aspects of it. And I know primarily like it's known more as like an older people show a lot of times, but like I'm 22 years old and I started watching when I was like 15 and I loved, I loved watching it. So if, and I guess also for like celebrities, you know, if you're really into a celebrity, you're going to watch it. So that's the premise of the show for now. Okay, so then as for the cast and kind of who's on the show, we kind of, I've kind of broken it down into like categories. So up first we have the judges and the three main judges are Carrie Ann Inaba, Bruno Tonioli, and Len Goodman, who are all well-experienced ballroom dancers themselves. And in years past, they've had like some changes. I think when like Len wasn't there or something and Julianne Huff, who is very well known and I'll talk a little bit about her a little later. She was a judge for a short period of time but this season actually then her brother Derek Huff who is a former Dancing with the Stars pro and has won the most mirror balls of all the pros is joining as a judge in place of Len Goodman who I'm pretty sure is stuck in the UK because of COVID so he couldn't um, come back but I think he's going to be involved somehow like virtually. 
But also that reminds me when I said mirror balls. So mirror balls are like the mirror ball is the trophy that the couple that wins like gets. And I think both the celebrity and the pro get their own mirror ball. And like I said, Derek is the like reigning champion. Well, he's not the reigning champion, but he has the most uh, mirror balls of a total of six, I think. Um, And I also forgot to mention that like, because this, this show is very different than other shows that like, obviously in a normal TV show, all the actors are paid for, you know, their episodes and stuff. So with this, even though it's like a competition show and there's no money publicly advertised as the prize, like in other shows like America's Got Talent and World of Dance and stuff, um, everyone is still being paid because all of these celebrities are like contracted to be there. So they get paid the more, um, the more like the further in the show that they go, the more money they make, obviously, with the winner obviously winning the most money. And that's a total of $360,000. So I just thought that'd be interesting to put in here if anyone cared. And so then after the judges, we have the hosts. So this season is very different as the host is now Tyra Banks, who has hosted America's Got Talent and other things probably, but forever she will be known as like the judge slash host-ish, I don't know, on America's Next Top Model. I mean, come on, she, like, when you think America's Next Top Model, you you think Tyra Banks. There's no way around it. Um... But this has been a little bit controversial because ABC let go their longtime host, Tom Bergeron, who's been on the show, I think, since it started. And then Aaron Andrews, who joined several years ago after actually being a contestant. And I grew to love their little dynamic duo. And lots of people were not happy with this change. And it's been like in the news a little bit because they've been asked, you know, or like Tyra Banks has been asked, like, how are you going to fill their shoes? And she said some words. So then Aaron and Tom had to like comment on Tyra's words and whatever and I think also like when Tom and Aaron first found out like they tweeted about it or posted on Instagram and they like it was very informal the way they found out so it was kind of like caught off guard in a sense but that's that okay then we have to talk about the pros now the pros I have to say are just literally unbelievable they are so so incredibly talented it's un it's out of this world so there are official pros and then there's the troop dancers so the troop dancers were a handful of dancers who danced during these little breaks in the show or as like extra dancers in the couple's dances, but they're not partnered with a celebrity. So a lot of times, like if they're coming back from a commercial break, you'll see the um, troop dancers like just doing a little dance for the live audience's entertainment. Obviously, there's no live audience this year. Um and then, like I said, like if a, a celebrity and the pro are dancing, but the dance that they choreograph requires like extra dancers, then that's where the troop dancers come in. And so the troop dancers over the years then like work their way up and then become pro dancers. So there's a lot of current pro dancers who were, of course, troop dancers years earlier. Um, and like I said, the pro dancers are incredible. They've been on shows like So You Think You Can Dance or have just won many, many dancing competitions like all across the world. They're literally insane. And so most people don't know the pros, but um, I'll say t- some of the ones that you might know. But I'm just going to say like personally, I love the pros. And like after watching the show now for like seven years, I know all of the pros and the, like their full names and things about their personal lives. And of course, I follow a good amount of them on like social media and I'm going to gush about some of my favorite ones and their personal lives on um the second episode for this week because there's really no way for me to separate like dancing with the stars and the pros like personalized because I'm just like so attached to it um 
But some of the pros you might know are, of course, I already mentioned, but Derek Huff um, and his sister Julianne Huff, who is no longer pro. She was Julianne Huff was on it a few years before, so like I had never seen her on the show as a pro, but I did see Derek Huff on the show as a pro, and then he kind of like left. That's the interesting thing is like a good amount of the pros like just won't come back for like one season or something, and then it it becomes a trend that they don't come back and they get um started and like work elsewhere. So like Derek Huff and Julianne Huff are a very good example of that. Julianne Huff became like a very well known actress and singer, and then the two of them have gone on to like go and do their own shows and do, do like their own tours for shows that they're choreographing and working with. And then Derek Huff is also now a judge on um, World of Dance. I watched that show. It's great. Great show. Just like, um, okay. Then there's also Val and Max Murkowski who are brothers. Um, and Max has, I think said he's not returning as a pro, but who knows? Um, but both of them guest starred in some episodes of Fuller House since Candace Cameron Burr, who plays DJ, and Jody Sweden, who plays Stephanie, and Juan Pablo de Pache, who plays Fernando, all competed on Dancing with the Stars. So, of course, they know them and they like just brought them onto the show. So, in case you've watched Fuller House and you recognize um, some of the dancers, that's my, where you might know them. And then there's Artem, whose last name I cannot pronounce, so I'm not going to bother trying. But he's engaged to Nikki Bella, and they just had a baby. Um, And they, of course, met through Dancing with the Stars since they were partners. And this is definitely not the first time that a pro and the celebrity became like a romantic couple. I'm going to talk about all the list of them in the next episode. And then we have Allison Hoker, who hasn't been on any recent seasons, I don't think, but she's married to fellow dancer Twitch, who's known for being on The Ellen Show, and they're such a great couple. I literally love them. Um, And I don't think there's anyone else you might know, but they're definitely worth, like, getting to know if you start watching the show. Okay, so then we have to talk about this year's celebrities, because that's, like, the big hype and what is going to get people interested. So first we have Monica Aldama, and she is the coach of Navarro Cheer from the Netflix show Cheer, Um, and she is, I think, going to be a very interesting person um, to have on the show. She seems like super hardworking ethic, like work ethic and everything. Then we have Vernon Davis, who is a former NFL player. Um, Then we have Anne Heche, who is I think I butchered the way you pronounce her name Anne Heche maybe I think yeah it's Anne Heche and she's like an actress and screenwriter I didn't recognize her from anything um then we have Sky Jackson who was is a Disney star she played Zuri and Jesse she's now 18 years old though which is kind of insane um Justina Machado is an actress from One Day at a Time or where I recognized her from Jane the Virgin then we have Janae May who is like a stylist and tv host um aj mclean is a backstreet boys member which is gonna be fun because uh a few years ago nick carter who was another backstreet boy was on um dancing with the stars and he actually went pretty far um then we have nelly who's a rapper slash singer and very well known charles oakley a former nba player neve shulman is the catfish host and producer um Chriselle Staus from Selling Sunset she's re- recently been in the news because like Selling Sunset has been like really popular on Netflix and also because she was like been giving details about her divorce from uh Justin Hartley then we have Johnny Weir who is an Olympic figure skater and I also though recognized him from Spinning Out the TV show on Netflix that got canceled after one season and I'm still upset and it was phenomenal 
uh, Jesse Metcalf, actor from Desperate Housewives, and of course, John Tucker himself from John Tucker Must Die. I literally can't believe he's 41. Like, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, so I'm really excited to see that, to see that one. Then we have, um, Caitlin Bristow, of course, the former Bachelorette. Uh, I freaking love Caitlyn. She is my favorite bachelorette. As I've said before, um, there was plenty of controversy over this decision, actually, considering Caitlyn called out the bachelor producer Mike Fleece, Fleece about um, him not allowing any of the women from the franchise to be on Dancing with the Stars, even though several of the like bachelors, the men, have already been on the show. Um, and then, of course, then last year, Hannah Brown was on and she actually won. So I'm really glad that they're having another bachelorette on it. And I'm really excited because Caitlin is amazing. She's hilarious and she's already a dancer. But we're going to get into like that controversy a little bit because people, you know, have opinions about that. And then last but certainly not least, and what everyone is talking about, Carol Baskin from Tiger King. Now, I have a confession to say, I haven't watched Tiger King, but I do know the whole Savage remix TikTok song and dance, and obviously the controversy about her, and apparently there was even a petition to get her off the show. Obviously, it didn't um, work, but that's the season 29 cast, and it's going to be very, very interesting, um, but otherwise, that's like the whole thing of Dancing with the Stars, so hopefully I've sold it enough. Um, that you want to watch the new season, which airs, like I said, Monday, September 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. It's going to be really interesting to watch without a live audience and also to see like how they explain their process of reopening during the pandemic. You know, like how I'm sure they're going to explain the whole process of how they, you know, either got tested and they're quarantining and, um, you know, taking all the precaution. I even read somewhere that all of the pros, because usually like, the pros have their own homes, um, like wherever they do live, and then they have an apartment in LA. Um, so for example, like Lindsay and Whitney, they both live in Utah and they have a house in Utah, but then they also have like an apartment in LA that they live because they are always going back and forth. Sadly, they're not on the season because they're both pregnant, which I will get to in the second episode. I have so much to say. Um, but I've, I've heard that even the pros who are married can't be living together. Like they're um, quarantining themselves in order to, you know, reduce any exposure and transfer of potential like um I don't know like germs and everything just to keep things like super super like clean and isolated which is just really crazy because there are several married couples on the show like married pro dancers I think there's like three um but yeah so that's that's Dancing with the Stars and I hope I like I said I hope I sold it and I hope you watch and it's going to be very interesting because this is actually the first show that I have done on the podcast that is now like going to come back and it's going to be actively every week a new thing. Um, So I'm not sure like how much I'm going to be able to like incorporate it into every week's episode of the podcast. But I'm hoping that if I have just a few notes about, you know, my opinions about how the couples are doing and everything, I'll probably include them at the very first, um, like the very first few minutes of um, every part one episode of the podcast that week like I kind of did with the bachelor listen to your heart back in like April um so if you're interested and you decide to watch be sure to tune in to um my part ones of dancing with of of the podcast every week just when I um add my little notes and whatever but otherwise that's it for the first part 
if you listen to this because you just wanted to hear what I had to say in the first part of Dancing with the Stars, um, but you have already seen it, go and listen to my second part because it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm so excited to record it. But anyway, if you're not already following me on Instagram and or TikTok, please follow me at Not So Critically Acclaimed. I know that like September 15th, they're saying that the TikTok like is TikTok is going to get deleted and the sale from um, like Microsoft was supposed to buy it and it got their offer got rejected or something. So I really don't know what's going to happen, but I have almost 35,000 followers on TikTok and it'd be really, really amazing if they were like you guys came over to my Instagram because I like if TikTok disappears, I'll make my videos and just post them on Instagram somehow some way like we'll make it work um but yeah that's all I have to say and I'll talk to you guys next week then if you don't listen to the second half so thanks for listening and uh bye